everyone, and welcome to the Hellboy Book Club. My name is John Salinas, and I'm here with... Aubrey Loveless. And I'm I'm Danielle. <laughs> and I'm Hayden North. And I'm Wes Matthijs. Hey! The whole gang is here. We're all back. This is our Hellboy Book Club. We're reading comics. We're talking to all of our friends. Here's Danielle to tell you all about it. No! <laughs> Hayden or and or Wes Matthijs are going to tell you about it. Which one? You got to pick one of them. We're going to tag team it. We're going to tag team it. What's it about? We get we get the comic books and we read it. And then what do we do, Hayden? And then we tell you to read it. And then you read it. And then you come and listen to the show. And then what happens, Wes? They give some listener feedback. And we read that listener feedback. And crazy things happen. What kind of crazy things happen? Oh, all kinds of crazy. There's breakfast talk. There's pickle talk. Pickle talk. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's so much pickle talk. So much pickle talk. <laughs> and then we tell you the next thing that that we are going to read and that you will hopefully read. And then what does that all end up in, Wes? Friendship! <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was amazing. That was the best one I've ever done. That was, that was incredible. Great. That was that, great. That, you guys pulled that off amazingly. <laughs> that was like the ultimate tag team. This has been amazing. That was so good. Oh my god! You gotta like you know tape that and put it in the other one. No. <laughs> Very good. What else? Uh, what else have y'all been reading? Uh, I actually have been for our next episode. I've been reading this book called The Fisherman by John Langan. Uh, oh, nice. It's, okay, it's really really good so far. It's sort of like a cosmic horror uh, story. And then I've also been listening to uh, on audiobook, which I probably shouldn't be doing while I'm. I'm reading a book and then listening to a book like an audio book. Hey. But uh, I'm listening to this Kim Newman book called Moriarty, The Hound of the Dubervilles, which is okay. um, if you, I don't know if you guys know Kim Newman. Kim uh, Newman did wrote, a did a Witchfinder, right? Yeah, he did the uh, uh, oh god, it's the third one where he's in the eel town. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, the one with Tyler Crook. I like that. Yes. One. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, he has a series called Anno Dracula that's Mysteries of Unland. Yeah, yeah, Mysteries, Mysteries of Unland. But he uh, he has like a lot of books that are sort of like you know uh, historical fiction mixed with like uh, Victorian literature characters, and uh, he's got this book called Moriarty, Hound of the Dubervilles, which is like the big seven or eight Sherlock Holmes stories, but from the point of view of Moriarty. Hmm. And his uh, right hand man, Sebastian Morin. Uh, and it kind of is like the flip side of a lot of those popular Holmes adventures, but from like the villain point of view. Wow. It's pretty good. That's, That's neat. Cool. Everyone knows that the villains are interesting. Yeah. They what are. about you, Wes? What have you been? Have you been checking out anything? I just picked up my pile. I, I, um, I just read the uh, Swamp Thing. I forget what it's called. Swamp Thing in Hell or Swamp Thing. Oh yeah, yeah. it's called. Um, God, I, 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 I've I've only read the first issue. How many have come out of that? That's all I read was the first issue. I think it's only on the first issue. Oh, oh is yeah, that the new one with uh, with Ram V as the writer. No, it's Jeff it's, Lemire. Jeff it's Lemire. the it's the 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 black title, right? The DC black title. It's like those oversized. Yeah. Oh, with- the one with uh, Doug Mank uh, or Mankey or however you say yeah, his last yep. name. Yep. Yeah. 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 I think it's Mankey. Swamp Thing in Hell. You didn't think yeah, some- you didn't think he would go to hell, but now he's in hell. Swamp Thing in Hell. <laughs> it was, I thought it was good. It was very graphic. 
You'd love it, Danielle. Yeah. You'd love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm sure. It sounds like my thing. It sounds like I'd be all about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I did read that, too. That was pretty cool. I'm excited to uh, yeah check out the rest of that. Nice. What else yeah. was in your pile? Now I want to. Now I'm interested. What what else you've got? You've got on your subscription. And I will judge you accordingly. <laughs> so I got. I mean, I have oh, Radio yeah. Spaceman number two. So I got to read number two. Okay. Nice. Um, I got my Norse mythologies, the British Ooh. Paranormal Society. I haven't read yet. I'm reading uh, Little mm-hmm. Monsters. Also, Jeff Lemire. Okay. Oh wow! Um, is that is that good? I've been thinking about picking that up. I haven't. I, I, haven't, I haven't read it yet. But nice. I haven't been I haven't been disappointed with Jeff Lemire, so that's true. That's true. Um, and I, it's uh, and Dustin uh, Nguyen is the artist on that one, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to end up picking that he up. He did um, Ascender and Descender, right? Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was good. I I always pick up whatever Sp- Spider Amazing Spider Man and um, Doctor Strange. So I got them in here nice so nice. the lantern club number five i haven't i haven't tackled that i was going to get them all before i read it i've been collecting yeah. ben riley spider-man count crawley number one. Oh, that's a good one yeah i'm reading um the Ma- did you check out the magic order the first run the first five series uh five comics came out a while ago but now they're doing they're on issue six of the second magic order number two no like i haven't read any of those oh wow it's weird okay. Yeah, yeah, I read that. I read that first arc um, with uh, Olivier Coipel as the artist, but I haven't read this new one. It's got uh, Stuart Eminen yep. as the artist on the new one. Yeah, yep. yeah, I'm I haven't a read that. the writer. It's yeah, I I like it. I thought it was pretty good. I like the first run. I've been really liking the second. But, wow. And then the Human Target. That's all. That's my. Oh, that's Human my Target. Pile. That's the one Matt Matt was talking about. Very respectable. Wes, yeah. wow, you got a in in a lot of titles. Wow, you're really supporting your local comic book store. I I appreciate that. Wow, yeah. I don't think no, I have that many titles on in my subscription. I'm gonna add Obi Wan Kenobi number one. I'm gonna check out Obi Wan. Oh yeah, okay, nice. that just came out this week, I think. Yeah, cool, awesome. I love the recommendation. Speaking of Obi Wan, I'm really looking forward to the Obi Wan series coming out. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why I kind of want to read the comic because I don't I don't know if it will be connected or anything like that. But I've given every of the series of the Star Wars series a shot. I'll read like five and then I usually fall off. Yeah, I, just, I also have too many. Like I like you said, it's yeah, a lot of yeah. I have too many yeah. titles. So I'll pick it up when it's the beginning and I'll read the beginning to see if it's something that I want to swap in. But I usually yeah. abandon ship. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually like the Star Wars comics. The Vader one was really good. Uh, yeah, Vader was good. yeah. Excellent. Very good. Excellent. I've really been enjoying coming back with this like section of the book club, you know, to talk about this sort of hyperbora series, you know, and uh, we've got issue four here. I'm so excited to get into it. We've got some great recommendation talk from Hayden and Wes. So I really appreciate <laughs> that. So yeah, let's get into this issue. We're talking about sort of hyperbora issue number four came out in April, 2022, written by Mignola and Rob Williams, art by Lawrence Campbell. Colors by Quentin Winter and Letters by Clem Robbins. I've really been enjoying this series, and this issue four cover is just so fucking badass. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about this. Yeah, it's looking good. I love the whole guitar sword thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the guitar and the sword, it's kind of like... It's like Desperado. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or something. There's just something cool about having, like, a weapon and a guitar. It's, yeah. like, visually awesome. Let's play. 
So, yeah, I really like that. And then, of course, um, Lawrence Campbell does an amazing job with these, like, scary cityscapes. Makes me think of Hell on Earth and oh, yeah. um, all that kind of stuff from BPRD. Really and good he's, stuff. He's fucking Nandu him in the background. Yeah, yeah. Really good. I know. I lo- yeah, I love it. It makes you like, what's what's going to happen? It makes you really think, like, what's going to happen? They did yeah. that alternate. There was the alternate cover. I don't remember who was the artist on it, but it was like the the sword inside the guitar box. Oh, oh you're yeah. right. Nice. Yeah, thanks yes. for pointing that out. Yes, there was the the variant cover. I have to look that up. Get into this uh, fourth issue. Every episode, I've been like just asking for someone's general thoughts on it, and so I was thinking, let's go to Aubrey. You just read this issue most recently. You were telling us like you read it um, today. Oh, today. Okay, so yeah. I mean, what is what is fresh on your mind? What stood out the most to you? Okay, so man, I really did enjoy this story. It was really cool. The uh, guitarist reminded me of the whole Robert Jordan legend, where he like sold his soul at the crossroads. And so I got that kind of like. That's cool. what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. The whole blues vibe. yeah. yeah. Uh, I hadn't thought of that. And there was like a movie. Really? We were talking about There was a movie about yeah, that, Crossroads right? Crossroads with Ralph Macchio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Ralph Macchio. Uh, oh, man. Uh, have y'all seen that movie? Oh, I have. I have not. I have we'll not seen that. Oh, okay, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> but I do want to point out something on this first page right here. I like how it opens with the sword, and then the next panel, the road. It looks, looks like, like the, the sword. sword. Oh, and that's yeah. so cool. It looks like the sword. You're exactly right. Yeah. And and then all in all, like you know, where the whole story goes, like this one felt different than the other ones. Okay. It, it was yeah. so different. It was so different. Like the yeah. character, everything. Like it was definitely. Yeah, I agree, Aubrey. I like how you can just be like, no, actually, not not this time around. Yeah, and yeah. the spirits or whatever, they're like, all right, okay, <laughs> we'll just wait for another one. There'll be another one. You're the same one. Yeah, you're the same guy. It's fine, actually. So, I this also kind of a lot of this confirmed some theories. I think. Okay. So I do like the idea of the fact that it's like he's not like a warrior or something. He's a musician and all that. And so, and you know skipping to you know spoilers the end um how he's able to just put the sword away and yeah. go on with his life right you know which is so cool and then in the end end i mean that was so awesome really quick that variant um it's b-i-z-a-r so bizarre or bizarre gomez is the variant artist for that uh number four variant oh, thank you thank you for that yes really cool i'll post that on our social media that variant cover awesome I need to pick that up. I don't have it. I'm so mad that I don't have it. I, I was I just up there that. twice. I would have picked that up for you. They probably didn't have it. Oh, you know how I probably would have gotten or... it. Okay. One uh, leg Elijah Bone. That's a cool name. So he talks about you gotta have that. a cool name if you're if you're like a blues or a jazz yeah. guy. You got to have a cool, weird nickname. But they, they talk about um, he, one leg was shorter than the other, slightly shorter than the other. Or that's what his mom told him. That's why they call him one leg. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was a nice little detail. I really, really enjoyed, uh, I mean, the short time that we spend with him, uh, I kind of wanted more, just like, I guess just like with Grafling de Gotha, uh, not so much, uh, what was his name, Olafsson or Olegsson, but uh, I found Elijah like a really, really interesting character, mainly because he's the most normal, I guess, out of the three new characters that they've kind of introduced us to. Yeah. Yeah. and he's just wrapped up and he, you know, he thinks it's like a crossroads demon, but it's obviously way different. And he's just like completely normal wrapped up in this fucking crazy ass, weird, 
like esoteric nonsense that he just has no, <laughs> like absolutely no understanding of whatsoever. No interest think, in it either. He's like, fuck oh, all yeah, this. He, right. I don't. Yeah, he's like, I do not want to be doing this right now. I don't care. Well, there's this part where he like throws his guitar down in a fit. Oh yeah. And yeah. there's this, this oh yeah this broom man, this old broom man or whatever, and he's he's like, ah, oh, what's the matter? And he's like, ah, oh, this is bullshit. And he goes, well, give walk no, get the fuck out of here. Nobody asked you to be here. Right. Yeah. yeah walk yeah. away from it. Walk away. From get it, out man. of here, then. Get out of it. And so that's yeah. just such an interesting. Well, fuck off, then. It's such yeah. an interesting page. I just yeah. think anyway. Yeah. I like that. I, um, no one had yeah. ever this whole time with every sword wielder. It's always been like, yeah, I'll be a champion. I give yeah. a fuck. I'll fight the forces yes. of the whatever. The guy yes, in the last one. Right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We've never had a you know we've never had a version of Gald in our whomst ever be like, no, nah, not this time around. Not this. Well, one. he was yeah. having visions and talking to the spirit before he ever touched a crystal or the sword. So I wonder if that had like a different right. Wait, on here's. Him, but- Here's something. Did you guys think that that voice was the spirit that we've been dealing with this whole time? Because I think it's a different voice. Okay. Okay. Continue. I was thinking it was the wolf. I I was was thinking it was the wolf also. And I wasn't the warrior. I like this. Yeah. I was thinking the same way that my theory that is shared by some, that it's all Galdinar, but like different vessels. That it's also like one spirit, but different like looks they have like different spirit yes, suits. Let's talk about this. Right. Explain that a little bit more. But that's what I'm saying. But so no, I want to hear that you. I want to hear your thing though that you just said that it's a different one. That's what I want. Going hear. back and like looking at the dialogue of the like the wobbly voice. Sure. Uh, I'm because it's like wobbly that the the text uh, or the speech bubble that you know yeah. hears talking. It's like it's got like dialect. Like it's got specific like. Okay. Uh, hold on. It was near the beginning. I think. Yeah, it's kind of southern talking. Yeah, it's, it, it, ta- it talks sort of like. Um, Ain't nothing gonna know. happen to you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Do we think that's and, how uh, it's being interpreted by whatever vessel good is point. currently being inhabited could by be. the spirit? That could it's be. Like but a, I was, but I was taking that to like yeah. to mean that it was like a more human intelligence behind that rather okay. than like whatever well, the wolf spirit may be. And I was I, thinking maybe yeah. it was actually like Ted Howard's huh. spirit himself, maybe, or like the, the combo of Ted Howard's and Galdinar, because I mean, they would, Ted Howard's would have the, you know, intelligence to be like, maybe this guy will, right. you know, respond better. If, you know, I got a totally different like thing a, out of that. I got a thing where it's like, once the Vril spirit is inhabiting, you and your mind like that's the only you can't really comprehend it as a human like yeah me, like so vessel. this is just so how he's filtering your in mind language. yeah your yeah, mind is pushing information that. to you and your yeah and your it's you it's it. your However own you yeah. yeah and so that's kind of felt like what that might be like it's the you know this is a trope that we've seen before of like uh it's you wouldn't be able to comprehend my form so i've chosen the form of your dad to make you feel more at ease whatever yeah. you know i don't you know you thought yeah. you were gonna see aliens in this movie but, but it was really just some guy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make it easier on you we thought this might make things easier for you I don't know, and that was my kind of, t- and I, I I think it's cool and, and excellent but, that we have different takes. I, I appreciate that. I think, I think this that's is interesting, interesting to think about. Uh, yeah. I think this is an interesting road to go down because, like, has this ever happened before? Has anyone been hearing voices leading up to the thing? Yeah, Chicago, I, all of this. 
Yes. Well, has that been? But it. But it's usually like with the wolf. Wasn't it like in a blue word bubble or something? I don't know. I have to go back. It and was look. wobbly. I don't know. Okay, so the reason I assumed it was not it was a different voice is because there's like after the, all the shit went down and he's like saved by, by his guitar. You know, he's walking. He says Margaret, and then the wolf pops up and says Galdinar, and it's in a regular speech bubble. Sure. And he's like, "What the hell?" And then the voice comes in. He says, "Forget them. Their old ghost is all." And he's looking at the wolf yeah. and the and the great, oh, and right. the great warrior. And so that's why I was like, "Okay, so this is a different spirit than those two spirits." It is something. I else. thought it was like these ghosts aren't don't belong to you specifically in this incarnation. I don't know. I got a totally different thing out of that. Like I got a totally different. But maybe it is a completely different entity. I think Elijah is the only one that is like directly hearing a wobbly yeah. voice. Huh, interesting. That is interesting because then because he doesn't he go he goes into a place he's like because okay so he's talking about I don't want to do this I don't want this and right. he goes look listen just put it back then and so he fucking does he just puts it there and then there it stays until well we all know what happens to it and then of course the next page do we want to talk about this yet. Or not no, yet. actually, I want to talk about this page okay, right here. That is a very cool page. Let's back up a little bit. Page 16, I'm getting ahead the of double us. page splash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I turned the page to this and I saw this, I was like, what the fuck yes. is going on? This I mean, was page it's 16. So, oh, yeah. uh, I know. It's really weird. Really weird. It was giving well, me like color out of space vibes. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It looks so much more different. The only thing that I can think of that is like similar to this rainbow colored like out and out Lovecraft thing, because it doesn't look like a traditional type of Ogdruhem or anything. No, and, uh, nothing like thing, this in this world, right? Well, the one time I can remember something sort of like this is that I think it was like that one off issue where Johan helps the spirits of the frogs go yeah. to their afterlife. All right. And when yeah. that when that afterlife opens up, I think there was like rainbow colored tentacles oh, and stuff like pulling wow. them in. Now I don't know if that's if this is like connected to that or if this was just like a stylistic choice for this series. But right. that's like I the have, only yeah. time that I can remember because, like, normally Ogdruhem are sort of, like, pale flesh-colored or, like, you know, yeah. green or gray. But this is, like, I mean, it's, like, bright orange, got purple in there, green, I had interpreted yellow. this as a stylistic choice, like a psychedelic stylistic choice. But, yeah, I don't know. It could be, like, they're trying to show us something different. They're trying to. I mean, it is different. You got the crystal is, like, really, you know, highlighted. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it almost looks like an ectoplasm, too. Like, usually the ectoplasm yeah, like comes out of the person, but it's, like, coming out of another plane of existence or something it almost yeah. seems like, like a it's, word it's reaching bubble. down yeah. yeah like it seems like she's like that you know what i'm saying like it seems like a yeah. word bubble but this they're speaking this horrors into reality i don't know it's interesting yeah that is one of the coolest things ever quentin winter um, winter. this amazing oh, yeah. color job is like failing it's just mind-boggling we're gonna get a bunch of kirby crackle on this page i was yeah. just yeah. Yeah. oh yes yeah. absolutely and of course, um, Lawrence Campbell has been doing amazing. This I mean, was a this this, was, this this page is just like when I saw this, it's like holy shit, he fucking outdid himself. Yeah, it was, I it's mean, nuts. Yeah, it, it's almost my brain almost doesn't want to see it, and I think that's kind of what they're going for. It's right, like you're seeing something that doesn't you can't look comprehend. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Lovecraftian. Yeah. yeah, what was notable to me when I uh, reading this issue was how scary Lawrence Campbell and Quentin Winter made buildings. There are just oh, several yeah. shots oh, yeah. where he, there, there's this one, uh, let me see, what page is this? This is page eight. 
um, where he first sees the skyscraper and he's like, they're like monsters. And like, it truly looks terrifying. Right. Yeah. Um, but then the one that really stood out to me was on page 11. Oh, yeah. Very ominous. So, oh, wait, let's go back a little bit. So he fucking has a vision of hell on earth. And then yeah. when, and then on the third panel, that's when Liz sets the world on fire, yeah. right? He gets yeah. consumed by the fire. He's just like bones, like Sarah Connor style. Yeah. And then yep. he wakes up from that and he looks out the window and there's this one panel where he sees the buildings and they look all fucked up. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a, it looks like an Ogdruhem, but it's just windows on a building. And it's like, that's incredible to me. Yeah. That's like incredible. Like it was so creepy. I remember seeing that and I got chills as right. I was reading it, seeing that panel where he looks out there and the buildings look like fucking monsters or whatever. Yeah. Um, really cool stuff. I really, those really stood out to me. So back over like the scene that we were talking about, just, just uh, like with the big, the big double splash. And then after that, he's, you know, fighting right. these acolytes etc and then after all that goes down they're all turned into skeletons as well i think well, maybe uh, an, a okay. separate entity well, comes back hold on wait. Oh, but, okay. i want to i want right. to jump at, jump back a little all bit right. more because okay this is such a great page he blocks the bullets with the fucking guitar oh yeah <laughs> and then he falls back and he bumps into the case the case and the sword falls out, and the yeah. sword falls out and he catches it and then he just like i guess is that instinct like he, yeah, he, chucks he just that. chucks yeah. it and it breaks the real crystal, and that is—that's what happened. Yeah, he hits it dead on. Yes. you know what I mean. Like it's like all these. I mean, it was like fate for that to happen, right? Or some like yeah. intervention yeah. or something. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, for the, and then that's what fries everybody. Yeah, continue. No, yes, Sorry. no, I agree. That's very cool and notable. And so the voice comes back <laughs> that we think might be a separate entity. We're not sure, etc. Uh, it's then Elijah, and he's like, what's happening? And then the wolf comes in and calls him Galdinar. Galdinar. This well, is the he thing goes, I've been saying. Well, he goes, Margaret, and he goes, Galdinar. Yeah. So I feel like the wolf is saying, no, I'm Galdinar. I thought he was addressing him. Okay. Oh, the wolf is saying he's Galdinar. Yeah, I thought it was addressing, too. Yeah, that's confusing. I thought he was saying to the guy, "You're go- hey, what's up, Galdinar? Well, well look, yeah, look, look at that. I understand what you're, where you're yeah. coming from. I, I, knew, I know what you're saying. I maybe it's left intentionally okay, vague. I don't know then, but I see your saying of it because yeah, because because he's looking at the skeleton too, so maybe he's like thinking because oh, you know how Margaret? sometimes you'll I'll, like what if I walk into your room and say John and you say Danielle, yeah, you know we're addressing one another, right? But we're addressing each other incorrectly, or so one of them thinks he's calling that wolf Margaret. Clearly, that's not Margaret, and the wolf is like, "Hey, Goldenar," and he's like, "No, no, you are though. Right. I think he is." Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I don't know. That's what I got out of the interaction. I could be completely wrong and misinterpreting it, but that's the beauty of stories is that my interpretation is fun and interesting and also yours is, and I like to hear it. Well, I wanted to talk about this a little yeah. bit more because you're part of what we were talking about right after you read the issue was that you felt like they were all Galdinar mm-hmm. when they held mm-hmm. the sword. Grafling mm-hmm. Dagatha, mm-hmm. fucking the diver, I yeah. forgot what his name was, um, and, yes. and this guy. For that moment that he gets it and he throws it, yeah. I guess you know what I, I mean. I think it's all happening simultaneously. They're, they all become Galdinar. Yeah, that was kind of your interpretation of it, and and I like that. And I kind of get it, but then I also, I don't know. It's confusing to me too. Sure. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? I think maybe, and I I, I think I kind of just came up with this theory. Like we know that that Galdinar and Ted Howard's are like linked. Like there's yeah. like a time loop going on. 
you know, they are for, for all intents and purposes, their fates are like completely intertwined. I think that because Howard's wasn't born yet, that Galdenar's spirit after he died is sort of kind of like hoboing around and maybe like sort of slightly possessing or influencing these people to make sure that the sword gets to Chicago so that Ted Howard's can grab it. Yeah. And then their weird time loop connection can happen. So jump, right. so jump, yeah. jumping around and kind of jumping. Well, that's into kind separate, of the same yeah. thing you're saying, right? I yes. mean, you're saying yeah. it's all Galdinar. Yeah. These that's are all placeholder. People. So is he the yeah. wolf? What no, if, the, the wolf, wolf is, is the spirit guide people. Yes. So because the wolf all the same. Is so See how they're standing next to each other here. What is Aubrey thing? Gaul, <laughs> Gaul met the wolf in the first yes. issue, didn't he? Yeah, the wolf and the, oh, and right, the big okay. warrior, these are the same. Yes. Maybe yeah. they are. That's why, Ooh, maybe they are. That's why, uh, and if, if it's Galdenar's voice that's talking to him in the wobbly word bubbles, maybe that's yeah. why it says they're, they're old ghosts is all. What if the, the vril... The, spirit of the, the vril is... Sorry. What if the vril power itself has... It's the word I'm looking for. Consciousness. So the vril, the vril power itself is consciousness or has consciousness, whatever, and is manifesting in these visions to appear to the Galdinar entity. Yes. Or maybe they are the same. Maybe it's because like they can't operate one without the other in this particular realm because they the the the, the, the vril entity needs a vessel of some type like a you know right. a, a, a mm -hmm. some sort of sapient vessel and that is maybe that's what's happening i don't right. know yeah. i don't know i don't know yeah i mean i i was i was kind of going back and looking at some of the other issues it's magic when grafling Degatha gets the sword she has specific dialogue that's in these like boxes and she says at last after years of searching my purpose was clear so like that influence or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I feel mm -hmm. like that, that is kind of um, going along with that. So he, he listens to whatever voice this is and puts it back. And then that's a very familiar sight to us at being in the case, etc. And then I just want to talk about this, the page that happens next so much, you guys. Okay. Yes. Um, before we do, I do love this uh, little detail of like, he puts it in the case and then um, it gets old. It gets old. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 dust has just settled on it um, in the next panel and all over everything. Um, I do have a little bit of trivia because, you know, I got to talk about um, my trivia on here. We're going to talk about first, though. Are you know what? Are you going to talk about Ruby Lee's Gatewood Tavern? I was. Did you have something on that? No, I, I just knew that was a jazz. That was a jazz tavern. That was a real. That's a real place in Chicago. I don't know if it it still that's is or is it still. So no, it isn't. Um, unfortunately, uh, there's a lot of like names, like the guy that gives his business card. I couldn't find a, a, a reference to that. A lot. I looked up a lot of the stores that are in the backgrounds. I couldn't find a reference to a lot of those. But he performs at the in the beginning at the Maxwell Street Market. That was an actual market. It was established in the 19th century. It was like a it was it began as like a flea market type of thing. Um, people would go and sell their wares. A lot of times they would say that it was like black market stuff or whatever. In the 1930s and 40s, a lot of early blues musicians began playing outside of on Maxwell Street, um, a place where they could be heard by a, a large number of people. 
they realize they need to be louder than the standard resonator guitar in order to be heard. Over several decades, the use of these new instruments and the interaction between established city musicians and new arrivals from the South produced a new musical genre, electrified urban blues, later coined Chicago blues. So like they figured they like they revolutionized like outside music playing oh, wow. and using amplifiers and stuff like that because they needed to be heard by as many people as possible okay so that was pre- that was pretty interesting the voice is telling him at one point he's like chess records is going to be there at your gig at ruby lee's gateway tavern so chess records that's an actual american record company established in chicago specializing in blues and rhythm and blues catalog their catalog includes a ton of artists including chuck berry bo diddley Muddy Waters, Howling Wolf, John Lee Hooker, Benny Goodman, The Dells, and Etta James, amongst many others. Today, the chess catalog is owned by Universal Music Group and managed by Geffen Records. And then, um, yeah, the Ruby Lee Gatewoods Tavern. I found this article. It's on LibbyHellman.com. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It's called The Blues, Chicago, and Creativity by Libby Hellman. Hellman writes, back then the open air market on Maxwell Street was a center for blues street musicians. However, most of the city's original blues clubs sprang up on the south side, including Ruby Lee Gatewood's Tavern, nicknamed The Gates, and later the Checkerboard Lounge. During the 30s, virtually every big name artist played there. But um, I heard that it's closed, and then that like the Maxwell Street market isn't even like originally there anymore. Like A lot of that has been built over, although there is still part of it that's been preserved anyway um i always have to point out the historical fiction there all right so now danielle you can talk about the ending yeah! of the comic <laughs> let's do it <laughs> okay so we get this is what we were hoping yeah, for so we get the you know he puts the sword on the shelf in the case where we recognize it uh being from when it's picked up later and then we turn the page and uh what the fuck this is post Liz. Yes, this is post like a devil you know. This is yeah. Gull fucking Dinar. Right. Okay. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But he's a lizard person. But he's still Gull Dinar. Yes. Children are babe. Yeah. <laughs> Abe's babies. Yes. Abe's babies. Abe's Gnar. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, no. Babies. I love that. Okay, so this this is this is Gaul, Dinar. Absolutely. Is it is it is it Gaul Sapien or Abe Dinar? Abe's <laughs> Dinar. But yeah, yeah no, Abe's Dinar. I love I love this whole last sequence though because we see them running through the woods and then this giant ass monster comes and one of them falls down and then we see the sword and bam it's fucking great and it, it's so good it makes me feel so good because just looking at it is just yes this is everything yeah. i wanted to share give it to me yeah i mean what does that imp- what what did you think wes when you got to the end of uh when you got to this portion of the comic the implications i mean this is what we wanted to see yeah. we wanted to know if a lizard person would find the yeah. sword and pick it up yeah is is he channeling Gal? I don't know. Like it could be whoever. Like after Galdenar put it down, it could have been another person that picked it up that they're linked instead. After Galdenar, who knows? The vril is infinite. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, but if it if it were Galdenar, like does that then influence the? Yeah, he's immediately a badass. Yes. He's immediately. A badass. Oh yeah, if that's what you're wondering. But it like then wouldn't that kind of tribal? You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. it's kind of like yes. It's, it's circular. In, yes. It's infinity. It's creating itself Story again. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it all goes through the same loop. Yeah. So basically, the yeah. all the events are going to take place again, but just with yeah, the the ABs instead of humans. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, etc. Or, or maybe, maybe this lizard guy is linking with a future lizard guy that oh, wears a yeah. suit, goes to work, and joins the. You know, think he's about got a this. To, he's got a nine to five at the uh, <laughs> a nine to five in the swamp. And he's got a little swamp cubicle. Yeah. <laughs> he works for the Bureau of Paranormal Lizard <laughs> Investigations. <laughs> There's one very sardonic lizard that's like, uh, all right, get out of here. A get big, out of my there's office. There's a big red, His there's a big is a red pilot lizard. Stick. Yeah. Yeah, they have a red they lizard. They have a big red horns. lizard with horns. He doesn't like to have, he breaks them off. I want to see so this. I, oh. Think about this. What about before? You know, like we saw, like caveman. What about before that? The height, yeah, hyperborean. Was, um, yeah, we know dinosaurs are real at the center of the earth with a Frankenstein. Yeah, in there. Yeah. <laughs> what was before? Like, it's if we're talking about what's after, there was something before. Wait, so like, are is there still a human civilization at this point underground? No, no. maybe. Yeah, yes. they're underground. Yes, I, I, I mean, no to a yes. Humanity's future is underground. Who knows? Sure. Yeah, and. Uh, I think Edward Gray or some somebody in the la- that last issue said that there were enough humans left to like okay. uh, survive in right. in the Hollow Earth. So yeah. I would assume. I mean, at least Frankenstein will still be alive with sure. the dinosaurs. Oh, maybe maybe the species before were the fairy who went underground. Oh, hey, yeah. Hey. Oh right, and then oh. now humans have gone underground. Uh huh. Yeah, and oh. the fae have gone into the. The other world. I'm yeah, that all, that all happened in Excalibur and King Arthur yeah, into yeah, some yeah. other. The world. Frankenstein underground stuff is cool, but I am That's interested awesome. in the scenario that that y'all have cooked up with the uh, lizard people. I would like to see this as well. <laughs> well, they. Well, I I think Mignola has like teased that you know, or somebody has teased that there's like potentially a story of like these these new this new race of like Good. babies. I'm and uh, I mean, I could definitely see them taking like, you know, this being kind of like a start off point for that and doing like a whole mini series uh, kind of just, you know, following maybe this new rewriting the whole story again. Just all lizard people. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> just start it all over from like Hellboy number one, Seed of Destruction, but it's just lizards. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> that is the smartest, greatest yeah, idea ever. <laughs> Love it, and then we'll what comes uh, next? Then we Mark can do them. the podcast all over again. I'll do it. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> no, but these these pages had me so excited because it lent so much credence to like the thing that I was saying and wanting so much, and then I saw it and I yeah, got so excited. Clear, it's clear the creators the creators wanted it just as much as <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of cool theories that um, I've heard from all y'all that I'm loving and digging. And I think um, I, I feel like so much could be simultaneously true about this. And that's why I think the story is so intriguing is that all interpretations seem to be valid from where I'm standing or, or you know, yeah, and I yeah. think that that's, um, you know, from where I'm at over here, I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Yeah, that's fine and good. It sounds cool to me. Awesome. Chuck it in. You know, I, I don't think anything can be excluded at this point. And I think that that's the, the cool thing about the story is that it really sets fire to your imagination. It makes you want to take it somewhere in, in it. It really, uh, 
I don't know. It, to me, it gets me real hyped, and I start thinking about all the possibilities. And that's, I think, this, what a story should do is is you want to put your own, yeah, and, you know, project yourself onto there, your own interpretation of it, and come back with something in your mind that might be or might not be, but it's fun, and it's. I like to hear y'all's ideas because my like, god, I didn't think of that. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's great. That would, yeah, you know. And I like I like that about that's why it's a book club and friendship. So yeah, that's that good be, shit. That's yeah. awesome. It would be awesome if they cut to like uh, people doing a podcast, but they're lizard people and they're doing. A <laughs> what it? What it be? <laughs> um, talking talking about pickled, uh, pickled yeah mammals, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, pickled sardines. Yeah, pickled. pickled but uh, w- whether they go on, whether this is all we see of this, or whether they go on, or whatever they do next, I think that they need a just like I think Matt said this on one of our episodes uh, on our other podcast book club members. They need to make Rob Williams the new John Arcudi because okay. he is just like I, yeah. I, I, agree. I think he has taken to this universe just yeah. amazingly, and it's just like. And you have questions, and it's yes. and, it, and it's satisfying, and yeah, as, as you as you go through it, and then questions get answered, but do they? Yeah, and it's just kind of like ah, this it's is, rare to be so this intrigued. Is great, you know what I mean? It's just like it's concept, it's done yeah. really well, and I know he's collaborating with Mignola, you know. Yeah. So part of the a lot of this is Mignola's ideas yeah, too. Yes. But like, gosh, this was so good, and I and I really um for for the first series that rob williams does writing for this universe like <laughs> this is a knockout man. yeah that's one of the best books that i've ever read so it's it's so rare to be this yeah hyped about a, a comic book sequential art etc it's it's so rare to be this intrigued by something like this and i i i'm so grateful that they can inspire these yeah. feelings still like they're still going how long has this been going almost 30 years it's incredible yeah and i uh yeah i feel really so good. validated <laughs> too for like because the second you were like hey look what came out, he, he held up this book and i was like give give me give yes me. yes and i feel i feel so validated because it's like yeah it's everything that i hoped and more it's so great and how how rare is that i love that yeah we've never done um a podcast on a series as it's coming out but this one was just we couldn't resist it it started with me yeah. and hayden just talking about it and we were just like this is, too, this is too good of a discussion we're gonna have to like open this up to some other people here so uh, i'm so glad that we did that i'm so glad that we've been able to talk about this and yeah what a great series i i liked a lot of the scenes that you guys like too i love the old man in the in the, at the that blues was great place. that was just like yeah man just just hang it up Fuck off, then. you know nobody asked you to do this yeah but i love i also love that the sword doesn't follow a lineage like it's just it's yeah. like anybody could be galdenar anybody could be yeah you know the person yeah that's true you know clearly the spirit goes to a specific person but it's not just like it's not like oh you're not a skywalker so sorry you don't get to yeah that is more shit (laughs) for sure yeah or like aragorn's sword in lord of the rings that was his yeah uh, was it his father's or his grandfather's sword something like that yeah yeah. it was it was an usador sword it was passed down because he was the air yeah he was oh yeah yeah yeah. there you You gotta forgive that because that's a very I, I feel like we gotta forgive Tolkien for that because that's a very well, yeah, that's British. He's the, tr- thing. the, the he's, trope codifier. He's extremely British. Like and yeah, I like, think <laughs> that, like, yeah, you know, like you inherited all of that. That was kind of that got tucked in there. So that's just one of that's those. A, that's yeah. such a great, uh, <laughs> a great phrase. Sorry, he's extremely British. He's extremely British. <laughs> we'll have, you'll have to excuse him. He couldn't help that. 
about the uh, and I, love, all the thing. I love that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, it is what it is. I, I mean, those are always fun too, but I love that this isn't that. Yeah, oh, yeah I, that it's so good. interesting yeah. and fresh and new and like makes you want to think about all the possibilities and makes you, you know, for me, I I love any opportunity to make any kind of headcanon. And this is just at every turn, every page is another opportunity for me to be like, what if it was this? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I want to see a crazy haired little girl galdanar like running through the forest yes. with a sword chopping yeah yes. that would be great yeah we gotta see that <clears throat> one scene um i'm just i'm just kind of like flipping through the pages yes. here one scene that we didn't talk about that i really like um is when he's all nervous to play in the opening scene oh, right and then so there's three silent panels this is on page uh six where it's like they're just looking at him and then it cuts to like they're all jamming out and there's no music like you don't, but there yeah. doesn't need to be. You know what is Everyone's happening. Everyone's dancing and he's playing. He's got yeah. the, the, uh, the but it's like one he's second got... they're like, "Who is this guy?" And then the next second they're like, "Yeah, this is awesome." The you know what I going mean? Wild. Yeah, it's really great. Um, I really love that that scene a lot. Really good stuff. Wow, yeah, it's really good. Did you say Maurice Morgan was a real person? No, I couldn't find a reference to that guy, Maurice Morganfield. Oh, yeah, I, I couldn't find him. Three one two is a. Uh... Um, Chicago area code. Where is that? Oh, it's on his business. Oh, oh yeah. That's why he had to obscure part of the number so no one. You know, that's what I mean? a nice like little that's... detail. Oh, oh, yeah. Very cool. I like that. Awesome. I'm so glad that we could talk to you guys for all these issues. Um, it's been a lot of fun. We'll have to have you all back on as we get more into the book club because we're going to be going through some of the other series that have come out. And so, uh, yeah, we'll totally invite you back on. And then also, Wes is. Uh, appearing regularly on our book club members podcast our other podcast i'll link in the show notes to this doing our outerverse episodes with our baltimore stuff those episodes have been great and then hayden uh has his own awesome podcast yes um that we kind of referenced earlier when he was talking about what he was uh recommending uh, you want to plug your podcast hayden it's called book club member comics uh it's me and my two friends <laughs> hey wait a minute what's going on here? <laughs> no it's called uh, uh last book on the shelf uh it's me and my two friends we started a uh a book book club because we're all really shitty about finishing books that we start or not That's starting fun. books in our read pile and uh we uh every month we read a new book uh any genre but it's usually horror, sci-fi, or fantasy. And uh, we also do a bonus episode every month so that it's not just one episode a month where we sure. cover uh, movies and TV. And uh, we might, uh, coming up in a couple uh, episode cycles, we might have some special guests on for some of those. Oh. oh yeah. Hey. Okay. Awesome. Really good. And I'll link that in the show notes as well. So make sure to check out Hayden's podcast. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. And now Aubrey's going to say all the things. All right, everybody. It was great talking to you guys again. Sort of hyperbole issue four. I want to hear what you guys think. Send us a hey, you damn guys at Hellboy Book Club Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Hellboy Book Club Podcast and on Instagram and Twitter at Hellboy Book Club. Uh, I want to thank Wes and Hayden for joining us again. Yes, that was a lot of fun having you out, guys. Members. Of course. Uh, I want to thank um, John for his awesome editing skills. He's doing some wonderful stuff. Y'all should really did be checking that out. And then um, uh, Danielle for, man, that was a really good insight on today's issue. Pretty good stuff. <laughs> uh, just me just talking and and about absolutely nothing. They, you're welcome. You're welcome, Aubrey. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast 
from and while you're there open it up and give us that five star review every little bit helps uh next time i'm not sure what we're doing when we come back on the hellboy book club podcast but next week over at uh book club member we're going to be reading the silver surfer so come on over there and join us at book club member comics uh we have a lot of fun over there we're doing you know the outerverse stuff like john says yes we're also doing some other stuff so you know come on over and check it out we'll have a lot of fun (laughs) yes i'll link in the show notes check out our other show do it ah so guys uh you guys know what to do keep those issues handy and join us next time on the hellboy book club podcast thanks for listening everybody i'm john salinas i'm a i'm a fucking lizard man just uh, infinitely reincarnating through the infinite power of of magical uh, source of the universe cutting a swath through post-apocalyptic monsters (laughs) i'm a rainbow colored multi-eyed horror from beyond (laughs) i'm left wanting more yeah (laughs) yes definitely And I'm Aubrey Lovelace saying, I will not be a vessel for evil, because I don't want it. Put that sword down. Put it back put that sword back. No, thank you. <laughs>